Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Quality Sense Podcast, a place to learn about everything software testing through great conversations with different thought leaders. My name is Federico Toledo and I will be your host. If you're looking for your first experience in software testing and QA, this episode might be very useful for you. Today I will share a conversation I had with Mukta Sharma. She's been in the world of testing for over a decade and is very active on social media where she shares her knowledge with the community. In the episode, we discussed about a very essential activity for software testers, which is the defect management, and how to do it properly, the importance of communication and collaboration when reporting a bug. Also, Mukta shared some tips and advice on how to create a professional LinkedIn profile. Again, very important topics, especially if you are starting or wanting to start your career as a tester. So get comfortable and tune in to learn from Mukta. I'd like to make a short pause to thank Abstracta for sponsoring this podcast. Abstracta is a company fully dedicated to software testing that can work with you to push the quality of your product and processes to the next level. Hello, Mukta. It's a pleasure for me to have you here in the show. How are you doing today? Hi, Federico. Good morning. I am doing very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. I have a lot of questions for you. I love the opportunity to meet people from other parts of the world. You know, you've been in London, I'm here in California, and we have the chance to share experiences and learn from each other. I think this is fantastic. Yeah, Federico, even I'm looking forward to our discussion today. So my first question related to one of the topics we wanted to visit today, it's what's your view on defect management? Uh, how important is, is it in order to have a good delivery process? I think uh, as a tester, Federico, this is very, very important aspect of software testing because um, as a tester, when I'm testing any software, any application, if I come across any defects, irrespective of the uh, priority and severity, it is important to uh, bring them on the table to let the developers know about it because that is how you are contributing in improving the quality of a system. So um, defects are very important if it is, you know, low priority, high priority, if it's cosmetic defect, you should raise it. And, and like, you know, uh, this 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 morning only I made a post on my profile, on my uh, LinkedIn profile, like if you come across any bug while testing a particular user story and um, it is not related to that particular user story, then what you should do? Should you raise it or ignore it? So what, what will be your action item as a tester? And uh, I, I would say like we should always raise a bug if even if it is related to a user story, it's good. If it is not related to a user story, then also we should raise it uh, after discussing it with, you know, senior person or with the, the confirmation from BA, business analyst, and then we should raise it. And in the user story, we can add it as a comment stating that we found this bug while testing so-and-so user story and then assign it to a developer because that is how we can contribute in improving the quality of a system. That is what I do, I have been doing over the years, and that is what I believe in also. 
Yeah, probably it's one of the main points of collaboration between the developers and testers, right? Uh, you mentioned a couple of things that uh, I, I remember having different conversations with with some customers or with some uh, colleagues about when, not only when, but also where should I uh, report a, a defect. For instance, if I'm working on a story, a specific user story, and I find um, a bag associated with it, it sh sh should it be a different ticket on the uh, issue tracking system? Or is it okay to, to describe it as a, in a comment on the same user story, on the same ticket? Do you know what I mean? It's, does yeah, it make sense yeah. for you? Yeah. So what I think um, in this particular scenario is, um, if the bug is outside the user story, then you should raise it giving the bug ID. And in, in this particular user story, which you are testing, in that you should add a comment stating that, you know, this, this was the bug that you found, but this lies outside the um, area of testing. If, the, if that is what you mean, right? You, you, you want to say uh, you have found a bug outside the user story. So should you raise it or not? So my answer would be, yes, you should raise it, but not with that user story. It's It should be raised as a separate bug, but it should be uh, added with a comment. Okay, makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, another, another thing I remember talking with someone was, I remember this particular tester that she used to decide when to write a bug and, uh, according to the priority. Instead of discussing with the team and, and agreeing in which bugs are important and which ones not, she decided to file only the bugs that she considered important. And what, what do you think about this approach? I think um, as a tester, first of all, we should be, uh, we should have sufficient knowledge of the application which we are testing. Uh, what are the critical areas? Uh, what are the critical, um, yeah, um, what, are, what can be the impacted areas of that application? And then depending upon our knowledge, we should, we should um, consider the uh, bugs priority. I think to raise only important bugs in in my opinion is not a very good approach because maybe we are losing some some bugs which may not be important but uh, which uh, which might be you know causing some loss to the organization or which might be causing reducing the value to the um, organization so i think if if we find any uh, any bugs which are of less uh, importance we should discuss it with other persons like you know ba person or scrum master or or maybe that time we can discuss with developers if we are not very sure but we should not only rely on like you know uh, only only the important bugs sometimes cosmetic bugs are also very uh, cost effective you know yeah coll collaboration is key there right it's like uh, having other perspectives because typically we don't have the full picture uh, typically testers i think we we have we need to have a broader a wider view on the quality and the business and the product but maybe we are missing something and having this type of conversations with other people in the team maybe also a product owner uh, or uh, not only the, the, the developers, but also people with more knowledge about the business 
can help that help us to decide which things are important and, uh, or or not. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with what you said. And and uh, having said that, uh, yeah, you are right. Sometimes like developers may also reject our bug. So in that case, you should not uh, you should not be uh, agreeing with developers. You can also discuss with product owners in that case. Maybe uh, you know developers may not be aware of the he, he may not aware of what you have actually found. So you should discuss with the product owner to have the full understanding and maybe product owner will approve your bug. So in that case, it's a win-win for you. Yeah, totally. And you mentioned another important thing, uh, what to do when a developer rejects your defect, right? Yeah. Is that something that happens to you? It has happened with me in the past. And uh, there could be many reasons why a developer rejects your bug. First, um, you have not provided enough sufficient information to him so that he can replicate a bug. Second, uh, maybe... Uh, maybe the again the miscommunication happened so in that case what i would what i would say and what i have done first have a call with developer try to make him um, understand the scenario in which you have found a bug uh, prepare a nice bug report or whatever tool you are using to raise that bug so you should have all the information related to that bug like oh First, the title should specify the screen name or the page name where the bug has actually occurred. Then what is the priority and severity of the bug? Then what is the environment in which you have found the bug? Is it QA environment? Is it test environment? Is it UAT environment? So that is very important. Uh, environment you should mention. And sec uh, next is test data. Sometimes we as a tester, we forget to provide test data. And when developer tries to replicate a bug, he is using some other test data. For this reason, he might not be able to reproduce the bug. So to provide the test data is very important. That will help him in exactly replicating the issue which you have found. Then you can also provide um, environment details like uh, configuration, which, which uh, operating system and which browser you are using for testing so that he can also replicate the same thing. Um, and then steps to repro, what all steps you have performed in order to get to the bug. And what are the impacted areas? If you have good knowledge about the product, if you have good knowledge about the application which you are testing, then you, you must be aware of the impacted areas. What all areas are affected because of this bug? If the bug doesn't get fixed, then what could happen? What are the risk areas? So that also you should include in your um, tool or whatever in your report in your report and then you know give it to developer then tell him uh, politely to you know go through everything and if he is not able to understand anything out of that bug report then have a call with him share your desktop and then replicate the issue in front of him that that should help that should resolve the issue sometimes uh, that um, most of the time this helps actually yeah it's about clarification it's uh, i remember i have a friend who who used to say that things are never clear enough. You can always improve the clarity of what you're trying to say. Looking for ways to improve that, it's a, a very important part of, the, of our work. Um, and because yeah. as a tester, uh, we should be contributing, uh, we should be providing some value to the project. And as a developer, he's also doing his duties. So we should, you know, at that point of time, we should work as a team. 
so yeah. if he is not if he or she developer is not able to understand anything what you have documented then definitely you should take initiative and make him or her understand that this that is how the bug was reproduced and this is a scenario exactly what you did what all steps you performed and if he can if he sometimes what happens developer ask you can you reproduce it in front of me so that time you should do that and you know um take his inputs also so that both of you can work as a team and can um, can face the issue and then he can resolve the issue and once he resolves the issue then again it will come back to you for retesting and when you do retest then maybe you are able to close the bug and so when you are closing the bug it's it's good then go ahead with your next um, proceed further for the testing yeah totally um you know something that's been helpful for me also is going to those meeting with a developer or someone else in your team uh, not only to try to explain how i'm correct <laughs> and this is a bug and you should accept it as a bug but also with an open mind trying to understand to learn more about the system or about the particular situation or something like this and Yeah, you know, maybe it's not about or maybe I misunderstood something, but for sure I will learn and, and we will learn and we will be able to do a better job from now on, right? And you know, considering one more scenario similar to this, what happens sometimes? Um, like when we discuss with developer, developers, we get to know that we missed something. Yeah. So exactly. that would consider and there is no harm in admitting your mistake if you are doing something wrong you know it should not be on your ego and we should not take it personally when our developer rejects your bug it's it's work and we are you know uh, working we are giving our best everybody is trying to give their best in their work so if a developer rejects your bug then i would say uh, have a clear communication open communication have an open mindset and then if it comes out that it is not a bug then please accept it we should accept it and just just move on with your testing yeah and now that you mentioned that maybe another part of the of the communication that we need to pay attention to is the tone or or the way we communicate in order to avoid hurting someone's feelings right do you have any recommendation related to that i personally very much emphasize on the tone and that we speak in and the words that we use to speak because i think words can make or break a situation and in professional world this is very important the way we communicate our thoughts and ideas to others because you are not seeing the person in uh, you know face to face meetings are not happening these days so this is just a virtual meetings happening so only through your tone of the communication and the words that you use while communication makes a big difference so yeah it it should be taken into consideration and also the level um, the level of the person also should be taken into um, account like if you are talking to your peer if you are talking to a junior person then how you should be talking what what the tone and the tone can be little polite a uh, little friendly you know a casual way but if you are talking to product owner or you know uh, some uh, stakeholders then you should be very professional and your tone also should be you know um, in that professional way very business oriented so that the communication can progress further yeah totally we we have to take into account different things about our context it's uh, I, i'm thinking now, now uh if we are 
in a hurry, a lot of pressure in the middle of uh, trying to release the new version or a bug fix or something. It's not the same than a normal situation when we are just starting the sprint or something like this. And having this type of considerations and align our communication and our uh, work to that, it's also important, I guess. Yeah, you sometimes, oh, Federico, what happens, like, uh, suppose there is a sprint ending and you find a bug in the end of the sprint and all of a sudden you start panicking. So that way, I mean, it, it, it's normal scenario. It can happen with everybody. So that way we should, uh, we should keep our mind calm and then look for the solutions. How can we solve this solution? Instead of maybe, instead of starting blame game, we should analyze the situation that, you know, it's the end of the sprint. Now, how we should resolve the issue so that or we can discuss with our manager or we can discuss with, you know, the senior person, like, can it defer or, or, or should it be immediately fixed? Yeah, totally. Because we all have the same goal, right? Which is deliver best quality software. So, yeah, totally. I have another question related to, to that topic. According to your experience, what's, what's the most common mistake you have seen in defect management in, in testers? So as per my experience, what I have seen and in fact, what I have done also in the beginning of my career is a lack of communication. So when you find a bug, you are documenting it. Sometimes we miss some important parts like, you know, we, we forget to um, provide test data. If you are using JSON payload in your, uh, uh, in your script and you forgot to mention that, then again, it creates, you know, um, developer is not able to reproduce the bug. So miscommunication or lack of communication uh, happens from I'm a tester, so I would say tester side. So we should keep this thing in mind that we should provide as detailed information as possible to developers so that it can help them in reproducing the issue so that they can fix it also. Yeah, definitely. Another thing that I've seen is that you're sharing a lot on social media related to how to prepare your resume or your LinkedIn profile in order to apply for, um, for a specific position as a software tester. Can you share what you typically suggest to testers about that? Yeah, sure, Federico. Um Actually, I I found my previous two jobs because of my LinkedIn profile. Um, so yeah, I I would like to say create your LinkedIn profile as detailed as possible because recruiters will look at your profile and then you will get you know more job opportunities. And what we do. Generally, we create our profile on LinkedIn. We add all our skills and years of numbers of experience and the companies with which we have worked, but we don't update it frequently. Like if I'm working with a company today and if I left the company after three years, what did I do in those three years? Have you written your main responsibilities in your LinkedIn profile? If it is not there, that means you are missing something important. You are not catching recruiters' attention. So you should mention your main core responsibilities, which you have done in the organization while working on so-and-so projects. This is one. Second, keep updating your uh, profile. It's not like um, it's not like you have updated today and then you have left your profile just like that for 60 days. No, update your profile once in a month. 
be it um, anything any small scale any um, any change in responsibility so we should keep updating our uh, skill set also one more thing i wanted to say yeah the domains uh, whatever domains you have worked with so mention that in your linkedin profile and now linkedin has come up with some badges like open to work and if somebody is hiring for um, hiring for jobs then you can use that uh, badge on your profile so if you are looking for job opportunities use that badge open to uh, jobs so that when uh, recruiters are looking for any candidates they will see that okay this candidate is looking for um, jobs and let's see if the profile matches to what we are looking for and if it matches then they will send you a message they will send you an email so that you can you know take further action it's important to continue learning there are tons of uh, free resources out there so this is a way to learn something new and uh, what you mentioned it's important to reflect that on your linkedin profile right yes but i would like to just add one thing so yeah, go ahead if anybody um, is in the same career as me if you are a tester and if you think you can uh, take some tips from me if you can learn from my experience then you can you can approach me on linkedin i am more active on linkedin rather than other social media platforms like twitter and um, you know other stuff so you can approach me on linkedin we can connect and then i can i'm very well uh, happy to share my thoughts my knowledge with you if that's helpful to you That's excellent. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to have you here in the show and thank you for all the thoughts and and tips and everything you share. Uh thank you so much Federico and it, it was a great talking to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope your sense for quality got better after this conversation. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe to Quality Sense podcast. Tell your friends, your family, your colleagues or whoever you think can benefit from listening to it. I hope to see you soon. Adios amigos.